Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Come Through, through Queen. Queen. This is episode 73, Aim for the Shiny Balloons. You'll float too. Hi, Brendan. (laughs) Hi, Dan. Uh, So from what I understand, you are now a movie critic. Yes, I'm a professional movie goer. (laughs) I saw two movies since we last recorded. Yeah. I never stepped foot in a fucking theater I know, unless it's like a Diane Keaton, yeah, maybe a Connie a, Britton. A, yeah, Connie Britton doesn't do a lot of films these days. I know, but she brought you to that oh that God, one movie that we saw together. This is where we leave you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or this is where I leave you. <laughs> yeah. So I saw it, mm-hmm. and Mother, and Mother. Okay. If we had to run, don't walk to one of them. What would they be? It run down that <laughs> sewer. Is it because this is your? autobiographical tale? <laughs> well, a lot of people don't know I'm a murderous clown, but Pretty I guess a lot much. of people do know. Um, no, it just was good? It was good. <laughs> it was, like, it was legitimately good. So, people were, I feel like people were saying, like, oh, it's, like, kind of like Stranger Things, like, about the kids Well, and it's this like and a coming-of-age romp. <laughs> rom-com slash murder mystery slash it is really funny mm-hmm. um one of the kids from stranger things is in it oh really yeah hmm. i don't watch that yeah yeah so i don't know which one so i don't like scary things it's scary but it's not like the worst scary thing i do believe one of the people who was with you in the movie theater told me that you were covering your eyes at parts i was probably yeah Okay. I like scary things though, but I like to be scared. Mm-hmm. I'll have a, I'll watch like American Horror Story, then have like a bad dream about clowns, but I enjoy that. Yeah, you know what? American Horror Story Hotel was a season where like Hotel Hotel and Freak Show, I both would watch and like get nauseous watching it. Oh well, is like, this nauseating? No, it's not really nauseating. It's just um, scary. It. I mean, there's like a little bit of blood. I mean, actually, no, there's a lot of blood yeah. at some points, but it's not like it's not. You're not. It's not 
real gore. But do you understand, like, Hotel and Freak Show were kind of nauseating? Yeah, this is, like, more, like, fantastical mm-hmm. bo- glore- gore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to run to that, but I am curious. I might be running to Mother. Because really? that is my mother? Or well, is it not my mother? I don't personally think it is your mother. I saw it um, right around the corner from here last night. Yeah, I know. And I was actually (laughs) floating below you in the sewers of the City Point Food Hall (laughs) while you were at Alamo Draft House. Um, It was okay. It's like, this isn't really a spoiler, but it's like an allegory for the Bible. Mm. Um, Yeah. The best parts, in my opinion, are... uh, Michelle Pfeiffer Mm -hmm. and then this might be a little bit of a spoiler so like skip this one second but Kristen Wiig I think people know that okay yeah like I knew that okay but it's like late in the game yeah does she like save it does she snatch her wig I mean she her and Michelle (laughs) were my favorite parts but it's like a movie where like there's a lot of close-ups of uh, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to get like the experience, just grab a magazine and <laughs> just, just hold, hold it, it to your close face. to your face. <laughs> like, and I, mean, I kept on expecting to be scared at points, but then I wasn't. There's nothing scary. I mean, there's like jumpy moments. Okay. Um, and actually, if you don't like, if you get nauseous from American Horror Story, you'll get nauseous at the end of this movie because it's like one of one of the more disturbing scenes. Is probably one of the more disturbing things I've seen on t on a movie, but it's like a major spoiler to that, so I can't tell. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I'm, I, don't, I just don't want to get, especially if I'm going to be eat, like eating the delicious foods of Alamo Draft House. Yeah, but you can also t- uh, you can also tell like that the director sort of like doesn't love women. Mm-hmm. He loves himself more. Except he like literally loves Jennifer Lawrence. Well, yeah, but he loves himself more. Yeah, he loves okay. putting Jennifer Lawrence in his films mm-hmm. that are like could be sort of about him. There's three what? rumors of what this m- movie's about. Isn't this her first film with him though? Maybe. Cuz like he, she used to do all those movies with that other dude. Where did they these guys where did they meet then? Doing this movie. Oh. This is Aronofsky who did Black Swan, Requiem for a Dream. She, was she with someone else before? No, but she but kept she doing movies those movies with... with, like, the Joy movie. Isn't this, like, a great... We're great film critics. <laughs> <laughs> we should stick to Dorinda and the Berkshires. Um, know our strengths. No, but, yeah, like... Uh, and my coworker, I was discussing with her today, and she had the same thoughts about, like, how this director treats women in his works. Mm. Um, I like Black Swan, though. Is that, that not, that's not a good thing for me to say. I mean, Black Swan's fine. Oh, okay. Um, but so, like, walk to Mother if you want. Okay. I don't regret seeing it. I was up late looking at, like, the meanings of mm. things because I'm a bimbo. And can't, like, <laughs> do that. Despite what Judith Light said. <laughs> you are I can't a bimbo. figure those things out without the help of the internet. Mm. But, um, yeah, Mother. Okay. So... Should we transition to the Emmys? Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like they've been talked about and talked about. I would say my takeaways that are still with me all these days later Mm -hmm. was the Lena Waithe moment was probably the best part of the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, you watched Master of None that episode or you didn't watch it? I'm a bimbo. Oh, my God. 
Pimbo, you could actually watch this one episode that she wrote, what, that she won the award for, without watching anything oh, really? else in the whole series. Because this season, there was like an overarching plot, but there were a few episodes that had nothing to do with the, the overarching plot. Okay. And this was one of them. It's called, called the Thanksgiving episode. I've been Run, planning don't watch that. on doing that, but it's like a lot easier for me just to like watch cable. Mm. <laughs> like... Yeah. Put on my DVR, then go into the Netflix no, world. you only need to watch this one episode. Oh, no, I want to watch the whole thing. Okay. But I have, like, this weekend I have to do Transparent Season 4. Oh, yeah. There's a lot coming up. Yeah. Fuller House. I know. There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was the whole Reese Dern, Nicole Kidman thing, and everyone got an Emmy at the end of the day. Yeah. Except for Shailene Woodley was reading a book somewhere. She was there. No, but you didn't hear about this controversy? Oh, she was like, oh, I don't have a TV. Read, read a book. Excuse me, you're at the Emmys. <laughs> this actually, Are you this, lost? No, you're at the Emmys, so like, don't play your, like, I don't even have a home where the... <laughs> like, we get that. You did that, like, two years ago when Divergent or whatever was coming out. Like, we don't know... We need to hear this act again because you have millions and millions of dollars... And you're on, you're getting that money from television, so don't insult television while on television at an award show for television, where yeah. you're nominated for a role you played on television. Yeah, get a life. Get a life. Don't stop reading books. Turn on the television. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad all our girls got an Emmy at the end of the day because it was like, oh, Nicole versus Reese, but they both got the producing. Emmy. Did you see that, like... The little grab? Yeah. Yeah. And then people were ma- making a stink of, like, Nicole not mentioning her adult children, which I found a little weird, because, like, she thanked... They called her suppressive people in front of Leah Remini. But also, I, from... Upon further research, she brought them up and thanked them in terms of her role in Lion, mm. which makes sense, because that's about, like, a mother who adopts... Adoption. And this, and this one, she thanked her younger kids because, like... It's about younger kids. <laughs> well, no. Because, like, this was a... She was, like, producing, and also it's television, so it was a little bit more uh, time-intensive, I think, than her normal movie thing. Yeah. Um, and her adult children yeah. called her a suppressive person. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they are in a cult. Yeah. Um, but how about that smooch she gave to Alexander Skarsgård <laughs> that everyone's brother, been talking about? Brother of it. Brother of it. Brother of me. <laughs> um, so we have like a sort of a day of hot topics because there's so much going on in our world. Um, so let's dive into it. And then after that, we'll get into our shows. We've got OC and Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then we've also got, before we get into that, we've got two homework assignments. Yeah. That let's bring them up now and remind people at the okay. end also. that's fine. So there are two very important bits of programming coming up this weekend. The first is Lady Gaga 5x2. 5 by 2, five foot five two. By two. <laughs> What is she? A piece of, a piece of plywood? Um, Lady Ga- I, always, I kept on saying Lady Gaga 5'4", but no, it's 5'2", how tall she is. So did Jamie Missy. She also said 5'4". I think that was my fault, because I like kept on saying it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so that starts airing tomorrow on Netflix. It's a documentary. We will be tuning in tomorrow to celebrate Dan's birthday. So we expect all of our listeners by this time next week to be yeah. caught up and ready to hear about it. Ready to actually 
we want you to come with your questions and comments as well. Right. Next week. Um, so that's your homework assignment. Part one. Part two is... The family that we have taken a 10-year journey with are celebrating those 10 years with the anniversary special of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And for what I understand, they're going to be like looking back and commenting on the 10 years. The 10 years. So we'll also be tuning into that, and we're going to be talking about it next week. So yes. come prepared. Um, but speaking of prepared, this week... Jetta Diabia came prepared to Monday's episode of The View. She came prepared to announce that after one full season as a correspondent type and then uh, you, two full weeks as a full-time you cast really member hung up on this. of The I'm View. I'm going to fight you. She was like promoted not, soon into last season. There was no official press release that called her a full-time co-host. So... Two weeks into her stint as a full-time co-host, she announced that she is leaving The View to pursue her other projects, including her book and her marriage. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so obviously the place to run to for this type of information is page six. They love View Gossip since it's a New York institution. Yes. The view. And let me, the way this was like sort of happened is like we learned little bits of information and steps all through Monday. Yeah. So it was like, it was happening like 11 o'clock hour. We heard the news. You and I were talking about it for like two or three hours that that day. So page six said what initially? So page six says, Jedi Diabia shocked audiences when she departed the view on Monday. And according to a source, this sudden sudden departure may have something to do with Hillary Clinton. Clinton was on the show last Wednesday, and conservative Bila called her tone deaf and asked the former presidential candidate a tough question. To be fair, if it hasn't just been Republicans who have taken issue with the writing of this book, some Democrats have come out as well, Bila said to Clinton. Former campaign surrogates of yours, former fundraisers, said, this book puts us in the past, and we want to move forward. We want to figure out where to take this party, how to succeed in the future, and this just places us in the past. How do you respond to Democrats also coming out in criticism of you writing this? Clinton answered, I think they first should read the book. Your Clintons and Jed sound very similar. Cut from the same impression cloth. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So a source says there was a lot of staff who were upset about how the interview was handled speculating that The View wants former Secretary of State to appear on the show multiple times. They had a lot to say to Jedediah about calming things down. So Jedediah was signed on for a full season, but she left on her own accord, says a source. There were some things making her uncomfortable behind the scenes, but she loves the cast. Classic View terminology here. Yes, but I believe that they get along in some sort of way. I'll I'll finish this and then comment on that. Okay. <laughs> she seems to be looking forward to sharing her view in a world where there seems to be only one world view. <laughs> That's what a source says. Uh, okay, so I think she and Sonny are friends. Mm-hmm. She and Sarah are probably also friends. Her enjoy text. <laughs> I found the video that they talked about on, on, during her departure, and I sent it to yeah, you. Yeah, the, Ita- like the, the shit Italian grandmas say or yeah. something. <laughs> and I think Whoopi 
can't stand Jedediah. I well, there's always inklings and in, like different stories that say Whoopi is behind all these kind of like turnovers. Well, during this whole announcement, Whoopi didn't say a thing, and then like she. There was something on the table, and she, like, flung it over to her. I think it was a, like, frog candy. You know, from the segment before, because it was Sarah's birthday? <laughs> yeah. I think there was a bunch of candy on the table, and, like, Whoopi liked the frogs, so she kept it for herself on the table. And then, like, to, after Jed kept on being like, and Whoopi, I've always looked up to you. Like, I, you, I've always oh, been a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopi felt like she had to do something, so she flung candy So across. instead of saying thank you, or I appreciate that, she flung candy at Jedediah, which I think speaks volumes. But there's more. There's more. Okay. So, at the same time this is all happening, Megan McCain has recently left Fox News, and she is reportedly in late-stage talks to become the new conservative panelist on The View, and this is according to CNN, Clinton News Network, <laughs> <Just> sorry. <laughs> um, the network has a short list of potential replacements, and they expect to fill the spot pretty quickly. The source said they wouldn't be surprised if McCain was on the short list, and added that the network has been looking for conservative voices since Candin- Candace Cameron Bure left the show late last year. So... I feel like the the writer of this article doesn't know what they're talking about. I have a caveat to what you're going to say. Because I have, like, an extra thought of what kind of conservative they're looking for. I think they're looking for, like, a social conservative who will have those, like... Be, who wants to bake the cake. I, I understand what you're saying. But Sonny... Is oh, the one Megan McCain. What am I thinking? Megan McCain's not yeah. even that type. Yeah. Sorry. And, and Sonny's the one who comes out as like socially conservative sometimes. Isn't that so... It's always shocking. But that's why I thought this was like a great mishmash of people. They were... And their ratings were up. Like, if we weren't giving the Freak of the Week to a truly deplorable group of people... <laughs> a, a basket of deplorables, one Then I would vote we should give it to the producers of The View. Mm-hmm. But like... I'm so mad, but okay. I tweeted this a little earlier today. At least this frees Jed up to join <laughs> oh, the cast of Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. They're <laughs> knocking on her door. Julie Chen better come through. <laughs> I'm going to tweet Julie Chen every day. No, thank you. But actually, last night, funny, funny connection. Michelle Collins was tweeting how she wants to be in next summer's Big Brother. And like all the responses were like... You're a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Megan McCain, please, no. I mean, yeah, I I don't like listening to her speak. Yeah. It's like Jed came across, she has a different opinion, but she at least like knew facts, like baseline facts. I feel like a lot of conservatives they put in those kind of things, like circumstances, don't. Also, I feel like a lot of times Megan automatically just goes along with whatever her dad is saying on an issue. Well, yeah, but like I'm sure they'll think of that as like a plus. So we can get John McCain on this show. Yeah, we haven't had I don't him think since he, like 2008. I don't think he's like doing. I think he's just like being a senator, and that's it these days. Oh yeah, because like he's not well. Well, maybe they want Lindsey Graham, <laughs> who's like an uncle to Megan. Um, there was one more thought I had on this. Uh. I thought it was also funny that they had this announcement the day that Candace Cameron Bure was back on the show as a guest. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Oh, the other thought I've had on this is the reason the Megan McCain thing sounds very plausible is on Friday she left Fox News. Mm. She made that announcement. So that's like crazy timing. Right. And she's always sort of been a part of the view extended, extended family as far as like guest co-host and like that sort of thing. Oh, I mean, she's been like in talks of being a co-host for like at least five years. Did she, Wasn't she up against like Nicole Wallace and yeah. S.E. Cup oh, back yeah, definitely, in those days? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It mm. dates that far back. I mean, if Nicole Wallace wasn't like doing really great on um, her, MSNBC, MSNBC yeah. then I'd say bring her back. But she was mentioned today on The View because uh, Joe and Mika were on. Mm. And Joe quoted something that Nicole said and Whoopi's face lit up. At the, at the mention of Nicole? <laughs> she loves Nicole. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is, this is actually an old story. Moving on. This is at least a week old. Okay. Um, it comes from the Daily Mail, and the headline is... You probably missed this, though. Yeah, most people missed it. Because no one's talking about this. Yeah. Daily Mail reports Scott Disick parties in NYC with three teens. And you know two of the teens, listener. Do we? You know one of the oh, teens. Oh, one of the teens. I think oh, you got I, ahead of yourself. Oh, I, I... Um, <laughs> but we'll just read the first little paragraph. The Keeping Up with the Kardashians standout was spotted ushering Suede Brooks, 16, Madison Beer, 18, and Delilah Hamlin, 19, out of a large black party van and into some venue after midnight. (gasps) Delilah. So, if you're not Delilah in New York City. If you're not paying close enough attention, Delilah Hamlin is none other than Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin's daughter. Yeah. I, at first I thought it was going to be Amelia Gray as well. No, no, no. I saw, you like wrote that in your note and oh. I was like, I don't think that's right unless I missed a story. Yeah, yeah, but Except Amelia is the same age as little Miss Wade Brooks. Who's that? I have no idea. And like 16 years old. 16, that is why. A 16 year old is really a child. Yeah. And Scott is like around your age. So like, <laughs> let's think about that. Like, think about you hanging out with a 16-year-old. I know. As it is, visiting my 21-year-old sister at college this upcoming weekend is a stretch enough. Yeah. I mean, like, when I hang out with 16-year-olds, they're my cousins, and I make them paint my nails. (laughs) Maybe that's what Scott was doing. (laughs) After midnight at a club. Yeah, just in the party van from one venue to the next. So, we're going to keep an eye out on this, because Delilah Hamlin might become the next, like... Slob Kebab? Like, Bella Thorne or whatever. Oh, yeah. Isn't she always, like, acting crazy? Yeah, and has been seen with Scott Disick. Mm. They're in, they're around the same age. Bella Thorne can't be more than, like, 20, 21. You know, I really wanted Courtney and Scott to work things out. Sorry. I just want Courtney to be happy. I saw an ad that um, Chloe and Scott are going to be on the Steve Harvey show this week. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, Scott hasn't completely burned his bridges, but... Oh, he's still always in, like, Kim K's Snapchats and all that. Um, Should we get into the two trailers, or should we talk about those last in the news, because they're so explosive? Yeah, let's do that last before the shows as, like, a little amp us up for the shows. Yeah, so this the next bit of news is something I don't care about personally. I don't care either, but I just carry in, like, 
the greater reality world. And because, like, it's interesting because this person played such a big part on this show. Yeah, so... Landon Clements is leaving Southern Charm, y'all. And she broke the news herself on Instagram in response to a commenter calling her out for breaking girl code and throwing herself at Shep Rose and Austin Kroll. So she wrote, Girl code? That's so silly. I've never been anything but friends with all of those boys, and actually that really hurt my feelings that Chelsea said that. As, f- uh, as for Shep, we, let- we fight like brother and sister. I won't be returning this season and heading back to California to pursue my career in real estate. And then Bravo didn't comment on these casting rumors. So, as if you're a listener of the show, you know that we have... Retired. We're, we've retired Southern Charm because we can't watch a bunch of white supremacists. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, but it was also like, half these people, don't they live in LA anyways? And they like fly in yeah, just the, to do the show. I mean, the one who created like flying in and out. Yeah, and Landon was on the hills. Yeah. And what's her name was on Real World... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, These, yeah. They're all, like, interestingly, like, professional reality stars. Um, but I recently saw a photo of Shep with Danielle Staub. Yes. New York Fashion Week has been... A goldmine for Danielle Staub. A goldmine. She's been posing with everyone. Dorinda, Shep, <laughs> Margaret Josephs. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, this doesn't bode well for Southern Charm, since... She, Landon was at, like, the center of all the controversies. Yeah. Let's move on to, speaking of Southern Charm, this person's novel was called that. She wrote the book. Um, Some members of Real Houses in New York City are sniping that a series of ads brought by Tinsley Mortimer's wealthy new beau have helped her get ahead on the show. But the network says says the scuttlebutt is nonsense and that the ads her boyfriend, Scott Clough, Clough? Drew King... Um, bought for his website couponcabin.com have nothing to do with Tin staying on the show for a second season and a Bravo rep calls the claims totally inaccurate in every way. So this is my question. First of all, I would like to remind everyone that we broke the Coupon Coupon Cabin cabin story. Yeah, we pieced it together. (laughs) In like, I forget what episode it was, but it was like at the end of the episode and it all just started coming to me. Yeah. <laughs> like like voices were speaking to you. But what were you gonna say? Um, who is talking to Page Six about this? Sone and Romona. Sone and Rome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely Sone. Yeah, it has to be. She has Page Six on speed dial. Yeah. What's that number? Six 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 six. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you live in New York, you know that's Carmel, the taxi service. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right, like right, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's like kind of demonic. For them, for them to have it's, that. It's a car service to hell. Uh, you know, I, I have to say, though, the whole Scott, Coupon Cabin, Carol, plot point is what, like, warmed me up to Tinsley finally after dragging her for three quarters of the season. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, her Carol bringing her under her wing, like, adds, like, another element of, like, mwah. Yeah. Now we just need to, like, get her registered to vote. (laughs) Up here in New York, you're not in Florida anymore. And, like, someone probably should walk her to the voting place because... Carol can. Yeah. Carol can do that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, this only... The the Coupon Cabin dynasty only helps. But it is what it is. Sorry, Sone. Yeah, sorry, Sone. 
Um, the next story, I want Dan to read in full because it is full of that well written. Yeah, full of beautiful quotes. Beautiful writers over at page six dot com. Mm-hmm. The Bible. The Bible. Uh, so, page six says champagne was spilled at the launch of Photo Butler, the social media app created by Boston-based tech titan Andy Golf- Goldfarb. The drama at Rose Hill, the new venture of Frederick Lesort on East 32nd Street, unfolded when Tom D'Agostino, the playboy husband for seven months of Luanne Deliceps, arrived with four blondes, including rumored new fiancé Anna Rothschild. Oh my god. Luanne's friend, Real Housewives New York City co-star Dorinda Medley, wasn't happy to see him and spilled her flute of pink bubbly. Getting doused was the vintage... Corriger's Corriger? Corriger ensemble of accident-prone philanthropist Jean Shafiroff, who has lately been set on fire and attacked by bees. Will you read that last part again? Who has lately been set on fire and attacked by bees. <laughs> she just ruined my skirt, Shafiroff squealed, as banking heir Ivan Wilzig and 80s supermodel Coco Mitchell looked on aghast. What can I tell you? It's not a party until someone ruins your couture, Jeannie, quipped George Wayne, whose book, Anyone Who's Anyone, The Astonishing Celebrity Interviews, 1987 to 2017, is being published in December by HarperCollins. Okay, so Richard Johnson, who must be like a, he must be a big name person at page six because he has a little photo. Mm-hmm. I That's think they who wrote, a little photo. No, but this, this guy has like, he, okay. it's like he has a column. All right. Um... That's who wrote that, and I would love to give him major kudos for that. Doesn't this column remind you? Remember that episode of Sex and the City with, like, uh, it was Samantha and Richard, and there was, like, the gossip columnist? Right, right, right. And they used a lot of terminology like this. Mm-hmm. That's what this reminds me of, like, like old-timey gossip. And, like, <laughs> the woman who was stung by bees? I know, was there a link... To that former story? There might have been. If so, we can go back. <laughs> Before we get to the Megyn Kelly, Kylie story... No, there, I'm, I'm there and and there wasn't. Uh, but before we get to the next story in the trailers, mm-hmm. we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with Kylie Jenner bailing on Megyn Kelly and obviously Dallas and Atlanta trailers. And a little story about the Richard sisters. So stay tuned. All right, we're back. And Brendan has an exclusive scoop we received in the Come Through Queen email account that we've been asking you guys to provide some juicy scoops for. And yes. finally, one of you came through. So I get, a, I get a DM this weekend from someone I went to college with, um, Melissa. And I had heard that she was going to some sort of a PR event where some of our favorite people might be present. But I get a video of... A horse, Kim Richards, and a baby all standing together. And then we get this email about this event that she was invited to because she's on some PR list um, for her job. Um, And she says, last week a PR email came through for a fundraiser at Sky Dog Sanctuary, a place I'd never heard of. But she said that the combo of celebrities petting zoo animals in Malibu was too random to pass up, so she has to be added to the list. But the PR pitch said that Ireland 
Baldwin and Latoya Jackson. Ireland Baldwin. Ireland Baldwin. Alec Baldwin's daughter. The one that he fat shamed, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, And Latoya Jackson would show up along with um, Kyle and Kim Richards. Um, but when they showed up fashionably late at one fifteen, there was absolutely no one there, but a few ranch workers. What time did the event start? Like one. Oh. There was no one there, but a few ranch workers and Ariana Maddox wearing an outfit that she could only describe as Cole's chic. So apparently there were like five volunteers, four people at the party, the owner in Ariana. That was literally <laughs> it. Wait, but was Ariana, like, one of the stars set to appear, or... Yeah, I guess okay, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, she's a horse girl. Yeah, so then around 3 p.m., this is an hour and 45 minutes later, a tinted car drove up, and she suspected that it was Kim and Kyle, um, because when she walked back from the petting zoo, they were there sitting and eating with their kids in... Thayer Wiederhorn, heir to the Fatburger family throne. And this is where I'll like end talking about this because I want to talk about, first of all, Melissa seems to know what Thayer Wiederhorn looks like from sight, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Is that like a Southern California thing? And also, I don't know if we've talked about it here on this, but the reason that Fatburger is always at Kyle Richard's house during the white party is because one of Kim's children is married to this Thayer Wiederhorn. Yeah. How do you spell this first name? I don't even understand what you're saying. T-H-A-Y-E-R. T-H-A-Y-E-R. Thayer. 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 Okay. Wiederhorn. Mm-mm. Yeah, maybe he's married to Kim Jr. <laughs> I think he is married to Kim Jr., actually. Um, Kim Jr. Jr. Um, but... Yeah, I guess that like I, I never understood why this burger truck always showed up to every party. I've I've never had a fat burger. Is it only Southern California? Do you even like burgers? No, we've discussed this before. Like, I will eat a burger if that's the only option. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say no to it. I'm not going to be rude to a host serving me a burger. Yeah. Can't be a cheeseburger, obviously. And if you remember, I'm you pretty sure burgers. I cooked some. Pretty delicious burgers for our Jersey Shore Beach weekend. Yeah, they were pretty good. There were a lot of flies, though. Uh, the flies <laughs> have nothing to do with the burger. <laughs> um, no, but like that's like a little interesting scoop from someone on the ground in Southern California. Because Kim also just adopted a horse, apparently. Yeah, I think it's like um, a therapy horse or something. I have a whole story about my sister going away to horse camp. Okay. But that's for another another day. Um, Uh, But thank you, Melissa, for the scoop. Love hearing what Kim and Kyle are doing when cameras aren't around. Fadburger, I feel like I only know because of Housewives. Everyone's hooting and hollering about In-N-Out. Am I wrong in California? Right, but, like, they have questionable politics. Oh. Oh, yeah. Isn't the... No. There's, like, Bible verses written on their cups. Not that Mm. that automatically means they have bad politics, but I've heard other things. I mean... I actually love Sounds like Chick-fil-A. Hello. Um... Did you hear what's happened? This is another tangent. They're building a five-story Chick-fil-A in downtown Manhattan, and it's going to have a 9-11 memorial inside of it. Yeah, the 9-11 Chick-fil-A. That's <laughs> crazy. Let's talk about Megyn Kelly. Okay. <laughs> so, Megyn Kelly is hitting the Today Show soon. She starts in the 9 o'clock hour on Monday. 
did you peep Bobby Finger's Megyn Kelly article on Jezebel today? Well, it also... The main image of that got me... Oh, I posted about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, if you watch the Today Show, which I regularly have it on when I'm getting ready, they've been promoing Megan like, hard. In the videos they're showing of Megan, I think someone's punking her. Because, like, the camera angle is so crazy. It looks like a horror movie. It looks like a horror movie. It looks like, um, like, dy- a dystopian future. Like, it's so pulled back. It's like Handmaid's Tale. And it's like, yeah, it's cold. And it's like, all, like, weird blues. Reed Murano is the one directing this. No, but I actually, like, have a conspiracy <laughs> theory that somebody who... Somebody at the Today Show was hired to be the director of photography for these promos. And it's that Reed. person... That person loves Tamron Hall and Al Roker and Willie Geist and all the other people who've been on that hour of today. And it's like, oh, I'm going to like make her think this looks like it's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's morning television, not like the leftovers on HBO. <laughs> it, that's what it looks like. So anyways, they've been doing a lot of things to yeah. hype up Megyn Kelly, including giving her this interview. Which... This is what confused me, because I guess it's just part of the interview was released. Yeah, with the Kardashians. But the, that's not the full interview. No, and I heard some of it might be released on... Is she still doing that Sunday Megyn Kelly show on I feel NBC? like that might have died. Or maybe not. But the, the So she sits down with Chris, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, Courtney. Mm-hmm. Kylie nowhere to be found. Yeah. There's clips. They're all talking. Courtney's not saying a word. (laughs) (laughs) Courtney literally did not say one word in that, like, eight-minute segment. Which, I applaud her. Yeah. Uh, So, Page Six is reporting on this. Apparently, Kylie Jenner bailed on an interview with Today host Megyn Kelly, sources told Page Six, because she was spooked by potentially tough questions Kelly could ask. Kelly's interview with Kris Jenner and daughters Kim, Courtney, Chloe, and Kendall was taped earlier in the year and aired on Wednesday. Noticeably absent was younger sister Kylie, who posted images of herself at the studio for the interview back when it was taped. A source tells us before Kelly's questions began, Kylie bailed, getting cold feet about facing the interviewer. She was all set to do the interview with her sisters, and she arrived to location ready to go. Then she bailed at the last minute because she thought the questions were going to be too tough. A rep for Kylie did not get back to us. I am proud of Kylie in this moment. I can't make sense of this. Because if anyone should have been scared, it should have been Kendall. Because of the Pepsi thing? Yes. Because has, has Kendall done any media no, since then? But I feel like Megyn Kelly would think that was a unifying image. <laughs> Let's have a conversation. <laughs> um, no, um... The Megyn Kelly interview was bad, also. Oh, yeah. Are you a force for evil? Well, yeah. A former guest of this show, Dan Daddario, pointed out that, like, Megyn Kelly's still stuck back on the narrative that everyone was, like, three years ago. Like... Yeah. Like, Even longer. Yeah. And, like, them having to justify, like, their business prowess to this... You're, you're famous for being famous. No, yeah. they're not. They're, like, doing things. Yeah, what have we you got done, lip, Megyn Kelly? We got a lip kit. We got a this. We got a that. 
We got Chloe's exercising these days. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you going, you going. <laughs> I forget. Like, they've got so much going on, and the only thing you can name is Lip Kit. And then we've got a this, we've got a that. <laughs> Cocktails with Chloe, remember that show? Remember Cocktails with Chloe? <laughs> Henny? On like the Fuse channel. Yeah. Like Pop TV. That was actually, not for nothing, an interesting show. It's like they had on every person who will eventually end up on Celebrity Big Brother. It was just on the wrong network. It was doomed to fail. Why didn't you pick it Is up? Is Chloe's exercise journey, Fit to Fab or whatever, still on? That like makeup Oh, that was shit? terrible. Oh, my was revenge terrible. body. Ooh, ooh. I hope it doesn't come... It's not so on, but I hope it doesn't come... That's, that's one of the shows that fills in the blanks when Keeping Up is not on the air. Like, Kylie was filling in the blank. And no, I've got a blank back. space. Okay. It's time to dive into these two trailers. Which one do you want to do first? Let's do Dallas so that we have a little space between when we talk about Dallas again. Okay. We have a mid-season tease... Which was given to E! Online for the exclusive. exclusive okay, which... so Dan, we, he, we just went through a saga, <laughs> him trying to get the videos to work on his computer. Listen, I want all these publications to succeed. I want them to have readers, viewers, listeners, whatever they need. The media players that they use for these trailers always drive me up a wall. Half the time when I'm on my phone, when news is breaking and I want to see the trailer, it doesn't load. I have to like, try five different browsers, etc. <laughs> We're trying to watch it on my computer now. I had to change browsers a hundred times, turn on five blockers, this or that. Just put it on YouTube. Yeah, put it on YouTube. Come on. What is the deal? Well, I think who's like getting, who's paying who? I think they want to get website traffic so that their advertisers see it. I mean, their advertisers get get the publications, seen. the publications. But like, but what does Bravo get out of it? A publication hooting and hollering about it. Well, they're sometimes the ads that are on their players air in front of the thing. Oh, Bravo's own ads, not their own ads. The ones that people are paying them for. People are paying who? The publication or Bravo? Bravo. Sometimes they're out, oh, those ads air in front of it, and then hmm, sometimes I don't know how that all works. It gets like an exclu- They will get an exclusive with like a people, which is like great. It gets more eyes in front of it. Yeah, yeah. And then they can get the media impressions onto yeah. Bravo's name and onto that show. Yeah. It, there's so many different like ways that people want to get impressions and all that thing. Yeah. And like they know that. Putting it on YouTube later, they'll still get, like, the YouTube hits. Yeah. Without, like... I, I can't even explain it, because I'm not in, like, ad sales and all that shit. Yeah, but. yeah. It's just... When we're trying to re- refresh our memories before recording this mm-hmm. crazy show. But anyway, Dallas. They aired part of this at the end of this week's episode. Yeah, not the whole thing, though. I yeah. was so confused when you, I got sent the link, because I was like... We've seen this. Some of this seems familiar, but, like, not all of it. Yeah. Most importantly, Leanne's health journey. I think we're... we're, She's going under the knife for her flesh-eating bacteria? No, she's getting... 
Her, she's getting her boobs fixed. Oh, but then she gets flesh-eating bacteria later down the road. Yeah, the way I see it, that's what. Oh. That's why she was mad at Carrie because like Carrie knows things about plastic yes, surgery. Yes, 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 yes. So yes. Carrie was apparently talking shit about Luann's okay. surgeon. Leanne. Uh, yeah, sorry. Oh my god, <laughs> Leanne's surgeon, and that's also why Stephanie wanted to see Leanne's boobs on the boat in Mexico. Oh, okay, okay. show me those titties. Yeah, I swear I'm like was the only one watching. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, sometimes these trailers, it's kind of like when I go see a musical, my brain can't piece it all together. Right, it's all happening too fast. Like, right, but like the one of the big underarching things is that we see Leanne's like old self come out. So, from what I understand, she's coming up from anesthesia when she's saying all this? Or she's definitely under the influence of, like, some drug or... Not, yeah. a, not a, like, obviously, like, a recreational drug, yeah, yeah, but something like, they give you related to yeah. surgery. Or anesthesia. And she's talking about Carrie and how well, she, has, she can see her with those hands. So, that's why I, she's, she has hands, and they... They're just hands, and they're not hold. They're not holding it. They've, they're not holding. They've held any, things. They've held things, but like she doesn't. They're not need, holding things right she now. She doesn't need them to hold things. I think what she's saying is that she can rip Carrie to shreds <laughs> with those hands with her bare hands. Okay, so that's one of the things we see. Then we see Mexico, which it's interesting that we're going to Mexico because we were there not five minutes ago. With New York. With New York. Which, and can't complain. And before that, we were in Mexico with Beverly Hills for, like, their middle season trip. I don't even remember that. It was... Oh. When Lisa Rinna came in, like... That agency advertisement, you yeah. mean? <laughs> that wasn't a vacation. That was SpawnCon. That was work. Um, yeah, th- this trip looks great. They got the second season, bump up, a real trip. Mm-hmm. We're not... Hopping in a car, driving two hours away. <laughs> to a shared home in Austin. <laughs> We're not going to Bethany Beach. <laughs> so the real trip looks... I mean, the, the clips that they show during this actually look interesting versus Potomac, where they were fighting about who was hosting the trip. Right, right, right. There was a dildo involved. Uh, which... It's interesting that it was Deandra flopping it around well no dandra brought it and brandy was flopping it at camera oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah and those two have an issue yeah, yeah i think dandra is like established herself as like the queen matriarch of this which is so weird because <laughs> like leanne you think is the matriarch but she's too but, like unstable to, for the matriarch title and she stood in the simmons wedding she stood in the simmons wedding deandra simmons <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> thanks for explaining um so, it's the, I, I think... Everyone's against Carrie for a while, it seems. Yeah. Well, Br- see, Brandy's the one who's like... All over the place. She's Team Leanne one minute, Team Carrie the other minute. But it ends with her being... Screaming. Because Leanne threatened to slit her throat, yes. apparently. Which, I mean, <laughs> first Marie, <laughs> then Carrie, now Brandy... <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna go down as an iconic season. I know, but like, I'm so worried because like, ratings still aren't there. No, they picked up. Okay. There was a big slump for episode two, and I think they've just been on the rise since. I think I read the most recent ratings for like 
the week of mm. last week, and they weren't that great. Okay. Um, I love everyone on this cast. Same. Everyone does their thing, but I think we should save that whole thing until when we talk about, about the episode, episode in sure. a little bit. But the trailer looks beautiful. It looks like one of those iconic mid-season trailers that we love, like the recent New York one. Unlike the OC one unlike, that we talked about last week. Oh, yeah. Unlike the OC one flops. Yeah. They've got nothing. No. Uh, so, people who always have something. Atlanta. The Atlanta ladies. Oh, my God. Nene and Kim are back. With Sheree in main cast already a season and a half deep. Right. Nene's in main cast. Kim isn't. But she's got her own show. Yeah, I think the only reason she's not is because of Don't Be Tardy. Right. So let's cancel Don't Be Tardy. Do we need it? You know, I think it serves Kim better to be an FOH. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I don't think she could handle, like, having to be in, like, the heat of it all the time. Right, right, right. As we saw when she first ran off. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, it's great to see Nene back. I just recently saw her on Fashion Police where she was a star there. And what was interesting, Erica Jane was also on Fashion Police. And my brain obviously quickly registered that Erica Jane... Beverly Hills housewife and Nene being on the cast like I didn't think of her as a housewife I just thought of her as Nene yeah but because Nene's been on that cast for a while now yeah but she like kind of transcends housewife housewife a little bit well because she's Hollywood actress Nene Leakes Broadway star Broadway star (laughs) she's been into Broadway I've noticed Ryan Murphy hasn't called her in a while though I know I think he's like trying a bunch of different things maybe he'll circle back yeah, he seems to be, like, bopping into, like, his gay sensibilities in different ways with, like, uh, what's her name? Leslie Grossman. Well, that's a, that's a throwback. Yeah. Yeah, from Popular. Popular. And then uh, Billy on the Street bopped yeah. into American Horror Story. So he seems to be trying to think of Alison Pill, queer icon from the movie Milk. <laughs> <laughs> About the... Historic drag queen milk from both drag races. <laughs> Fucking uh, um, yeah. So he, there's always there, there's time for Nene. Okay. The role needs to come up for her. So, but we're still we're still reeling from the candy Porsche stuff, yeah. and I'm glad Phaedra's out of it so that it's like it can breathe new life into this thing. There's yeah. new players in it. We're talking about different things. Kenya's married, but not everyone believes that she's married. She married a fan. She married a fan. Um, the news we reported on a couple weeks ago with Sheree does... It must have been months. Oh, no, the weeks, weeks, yeah. The, I thought you were talking about the, the, the white party that they showed. No, Sheree seems to actually be in some sort of relationship, whether it be friendship or actual, like, like relationship, relationship with somebody who happens to be incarcerated right now. Um, As Nini Vicky might him. say, a con artist. Well, that's what, that's what Nini <laughs> called him, or as far as the edit showed mm-hmm, us, Nini mm-hmm. called him, because Nini seems to know him in some sort of way, and mm-hmm. they're worried that he's going to come for Chateau Charest or something. Yeah. It seems to be a season full of fun, and by fun, I mean a lot of stuff going on. Nini, Nini's like possessed by the devil at one point. She seems to be on an alcohol journey. Or some sort of journey. Like a painkiller journey. A painkiller journey. And then Greg says something about blacking out. And then we get 
Sirens. There's always sirens in these trailers <laughs> nowadays. Sirens. You cannot have a housewife season without sirens. Yeah. Uh, come a long way since the... Portia is a vegan. A baby ribs. vegan. A baby vegan. Who's Portia? Like, I can't make sense of who is Portia going to be friends with. Just Kim? Is that why Kim is FOH? Just so Kim is the new frack. Yeah, she's the new frack. And then there were... Kim is like having a dinner that gets cut to a few times, and I don't know who she's speaking to. Oh yeah, I couldn't quite figure that out. There's been a lot of like rumored people. If you go on like Reddit, yeah, I like to bop in there sometimes. But I'm always like, they'll have details of like parties and like Atlanta details where I'm like, you guys have so much. No, from your especially from your favorite website, straight from the A, straight from the yeah, because they're like everyone's at every party in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they report on it a little better than page six does, or at least with more detail. Mm. So, with that, shall we move on to OC and Dallas? Yeah, let's bop over to OC. Okay. Bippity boppity boo. I thought this, while I'm still not loving the season, at better least than... we have them all in the same room. Yes. Or at least... Some are in a room, some are on the stairs. <laughs> some are crawling upstairs. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What's even It's a volleyball party. It's a, they go to do volleyball in uh, Kelly Dodd's parking lot. <laughs> yes. I, I, I can never understand a Kelly Dodd event. They're like outside in like an empty it's like, public it's, space. She lives like right on the edge of a public beach. They have a lot of those in Southern California. Okay. And so they go to play volleyball at this public beach, which is next to a parking lot, and you can, like, walk across the parking lot to get to Kelly Dodd's house. <laughs> um, I shouldn't, like, I shouldn't make fun. I live in a two-bedroom, <laughs> I have a three-bedroom walk-up in Hell's Kitchen. Um, but, so, yeah, they and they all have shirts that say, like, team and, like, their last name. I couldn't make sense of that either. Why are they all having team themselves? It seems like Kelly Dodd is trying to get like a custom t-shirt biz off the ground. But I thought that was Megan's gig. It seems like... left out of this. seems like they're all trying for this same like... Gig. Custom gig with the hats and like the shirts and like... And like the, a hashtag. In like, the hashtag. There's always got to be a hashtag. Yeah. That. Hashtag come through queen. These, these women... I think they're like the saddest of... All the well, franchises. Because they live, like, away from, like, a major metropolitan mm-hmm. area. Like, it's two hours to get to L.A. So it's, like, yeah. they're sort of just, like, living their own fantasy world. Yeah. Where, like, what they think social media translates to on, like, a t-shirt. It's funny because, like, New Jersey, although being a different state, they just bop into New York whenever they want. Yeah, but, like, it's also a whole new world in Jersey. Yeah. Like, it's a very different world once you cross that bridge, but, like, they do have access. Yeah. They just don't seem as sad in New Jersey as these women do. Well, like, Jersey, they seem content. They seem, they have, like, they have beautiful families. Yeah, and the ones in OC, I think they're, like, close enough to LA where, like, they want a touch of that, like, glamour, but, like, they can't quite get it. I also think the ones in OC, a lot of them have abandoned their families. (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean? In terms of like, you know, Vicky left her fam. Like they're all from the Midwest. Like oh, Tamara left her family. It's like yeah, because OC like Southern California is like they're a not place natives. 
a place where a lot of people want to go and be because of like beaches and blonde hair and yeah. it's like all that stuff i've never seen the appeal it's like give me a season give me or a give winter, me death when give me a winter is coming they even have winter in georgia i know you can't believe it but it gets cold there i know sometimes. weren't they like hooting and hollering about it snowing one time last year yeah always but um yeah i mean we could like deep dive the psyche of that but okay. i think you're right and especially these women where like in beverly hills there's at least some women there who were born and raised there yeah like kyle richards, like kyle richards <laughs> hello <laughs> um but let's get back to see like oc is so bad that we want to talk about jersey more than we want to talk about OC. jersey's coming you're gonna have another homework assignment in two weeks so watch out what's that gonna be watch jersey well i mean like people who listen i feel not- like i feel like though that's like a stretch for some people like they've left jersey mm. even in this household alex like i think likes jersey the least he sent me his ranking this week oh, yeah, and jersey wasn't too. the worst potomac was the worst yeah but i think jersey i don't know um oh one thing that petty said that i enjoyed at this little get together <laughs> She says, why does, why does Shannon yell? I don't get it. <laughs> Peggy is, like, really lost at sea. She's, but, like... Her, her husband is a better fit for this cast than she's she is. She's lost on Etsy on purpose. Like, she'll <laughs> drop a little bomb and then, like, leave. Mm-mm-mm. What was the thing? She, who was mad at Shannon for grabbing a leg under the table? Was that her? No, that was Lydia. Lydia. Like, when Shannon said something about, like, oh, no. we're, the, we're the only two here who haven't had our, our boobs done. So, no, she, like, squeezed a leg because Lydia brought up the fact that she also had her boobs done. I don't know what, like, maybe Shannon didn't like Lydia's boob job or something? Wait, no, I thought it was the opposite. I thought she squeezed her leg at something Peggy said. No, she, no that, was, that was Shannon's reasoning, but Lydia thought she was squeezing her leg about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Kelly backed Shannon up. This new sisterhood's oh, emerging. Wait, I want to say, don't get me wrong, Kelly is a lunatic. A monster, a racist. Uh, yes. But I do enjoy, like, jolly Kelly just getting along with whoever will get along with her. Well, yeah, when she was like, oh, I'm the one getting along with everyone. Yeah. Except for Megan. Um, but Little Miss Prude Lydia had such a problem with going to the gay bar. No problem with tits all around this party. Oh, yeah, it was a... The boob cake, it was boob, a boob cupcakes, cake. boob this, boob that. It's like, do you remember that store in Boston? Oh, my God, yes. That bakery on that... On Massachusetts New- Avenue. Yeah, and Newberry that served, like, boob cakes. Yeah. It was called, like... Not, I want, it's not Nasty Pig, but it was Nasty something. <laughs> it, they looked so disgusting. Actually, I walked in there once with someone who bought, like, a chocolate penis. We used to do, uh, I was in my class council in college, and we used to host Condom Awareness Week every week, so we would mm-hmm. always, like, order something from that for, like, our, one of our bigger nights. Yeah. I wonder if it still exists. That was there all three years I lived there. And then it sounds like it was still there, because I left, and then you went there after I left. Yeah. It was called, like, the Nasty Lunatic or something. <laughs> no, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's just get on with this. <laughs> what else can we say? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, okay. Tamara versus Vicky. Sweet and nasty. I just Googled it. Yeah, that's it. That is it. <laughs> uh, and also, the chocolate is not even good. And it appears to be open still. Wow. Yeah. A- amazing small business. <laughs> uh, Tamara versus Vicky. Vicky's vodka could never. We've been waiting for this for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm team, Sh- team Shannon, ride or die. But Shannon was acting like a loon. Well, she wanted to be like... Oh, if you have Kelly here, then I could be here. <laughs> yeah, it was just like too much. Yeah. Oh, Shannon, don't fail us. You're all we've got. Yeah. It's literally unwatchable. <laughs> I did like when, when, when Tamara and Vicky were getting into it, and Vicky's defense, when they brought up the cancer lie and cancer schemes mm-hmm. again. She says, I'm part of an ethics committee. I'm not a liar. Oh, my God. Uh, it's getting to be way too toxic in a way that's, like, they're going to have to do a major cash shakeup, and I hope they don't decide to build it around Vicky. Ugh, no, 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 no. Like, I'm ready to see her go. Yeah. I think. Sorry. OG of the OC. There's a new OG in town. Yeah. Shannon Bador. Yeah. There, there was like 10 other scenes in the beginning, but I don't, like Shannon's opening a pizza joint with Z pizza. Oh, it's like a, it's like an organic pizza thing. The funny thing was like the dog, her <laughs> take, trying to take a conference call that was enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Like everything that was going wrong and like the dog and her wife, I didn't work and like that sort of thing. I liked it. I like her. Yeah. Give the dog an orange. Like, let the dog <laughs> hold an orange. The other fun tidbit that, I, that we learned is that Shannon calls Tamara 25 times a day. <laughs> Although, like, I'll, I'll justify Shannon to one extent. I don't, I don't want to call anyone one time a day, let alone 25. Right, but, like... But I, I guess if you're, like, an old lady who's not, like, texting or G-chatting... Right. That's like a replacement. Because I think the rest of us are like in sort of constant contact with a number of our friends a yeah. day. So yeah, but like calling but is call, a lot. Like I don't want to answer the phone <laughs> ten times. Yeah. I only call or get called with family and when someone from my family calls, I automatically assume it's an emergency. It never really is. Yeah. But like I get anxiety. Mm-hmm. So don't call me. Unless you like want to like I guess, like, FaceTime me if it's important and if it's, like, a happy announcement. Like, when Trang and oh, Tim yeah, yeah. got engaged, they FaceTimed, and I was like, oh, FaceTime, I'll pick that up, because I know it's not, like, something scary. Yeah. Unless you want to, like, show me that you're dying. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You'll flow, too. Uh, let's move on to a happier a happier city. A, a beautiful show. A beautiful show. Dallas. So... This episode was, like, based around the fact that they were going to a six-person tea party at Deandra's house, which could be a bore. But that's the end. I know, but I was just, like, setting it up. Oh, set it up. Yeah. What do you want to talk about at the beginning? Uh, Well, we start with, like, Leanne's confidence building, charity. I couldn't really understand what the charity was about. She's just, like, a public speaker. She's teaching people how to overcome. And then we had, like... An LGBT Leanne friend. 
who was like hooting and hollering like all during the cocktail hour of this event. Like, right. <laughs> I think Leanne does a lot of like there's like expos and other events that like are for like people who want to be inspired by like yeah. people's stories. And I'm inspired. I'm inspired. <laughs> yeah. But so like Jay comes around and is just like talking about Carrie. And then I do like Deandra was This is what I want to bring up. Yeah. Is Deandra just like will come in and just start <laughs> screaming at people, whether it be her stepson, Leanne, she's got her gavel when she needs it. But she had the point here. Like she had the point that yeah. Leanne was at this event to like lift people up, like no drama yet, was gossiping with this with this proud friend of Dorothy. <laughs> yes. Uh I don't I don't know what the scene was about, but I have in my notes that I think, oh, I think Brandy left her her two daughters with her husband once and Brooklyn had a mouth of dog food in her mouth Mm -hmm. when she came back. I I hope it was Cameron's dog food. That's what I, I (laughs) imagine if it was pink dog food, then that would be acceptable. No, it would look like ground beef. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, There was that quick scene with Mark and Carrie hosting the dinner party with Cameron and Court. Which was, was so depressing. Like Mark was a monster during that. Yeah, but he also hates that child like openly hates that child. Yeah, and their house isn't like dinner party appropriate. To Why? Me. It's like there's something depressing about it. I don't know. Like the table's like right next to like the galley kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's just like I don't know. Is that the same house they had last time and there was like that weird fish tank in the background all the time? I don't think they moved. So yeah, there's a weird fish tank. But they are looking for a chalet in Switzerland, if I remember oh my correctly. God. <laughs> okay. Now this is the big scene before the tea party. The iconic, iconic scene. Beautifully produced. Leanne returns to the carnival from whence she came. And... She's dragging... I don't even know his name. Fucking, you know, I don't know. The one-eyed pirate. <laughs> no, we learned that he's like losing vision, which is very sad, and which is why he's not that great at the carnival game. I know, but Leanne knows how to play every single game. Leanne's like, you gotta look towards the western sky. She's and like, like <laughs> when the bottles are low, throw high. <laughs> she And she was winning every like, I know. huge... And like, the carnival attendants all seemed to know. <laughs> She's the queen of the carnival. And they were like, here you go, Leanne. <laughs> when the biggest... I'm going to be my biggest... <laughs> she was like... The bell of the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Which, then we get to this. Which, I want to circle back to our Jersey Shore weekend. The dart into the balloon game. Which, guest of the show, Jamie Miss, was a star at. There is a wall of balloons. And... You throw darts at them. Some of them are dull. We learn from Leanne... Aim for, Aim for the shiny ones. Because I don't... What was the reasoning? Because Those they, are the new ones. The dull ones have been around a while, so we'll... <laughs> <laughs> but this is the part that didn't make sense to me. She's screaming at him to aim for the shiny ones. He aims for the shiny one and gets it. And the ring is in there. So it's almost as if she was proposing to him. 
she set it up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this, that's why, like... I feel like she had a hand in producing this segment. She's I mean, the Bethany good, of our generation. Good for her. <laughs> I know. She deserves a wedding spinoff. Oh, his name's Rich. Rich. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Rich. Rich. Rich Amberlin. Okay, so Rich... Leanne Amberlin. Rich throws the, the, the dart, the shiny balloon, and the prizes, of the diamond ring that he presents to, to Leanne. It was beautiful. they lived happily ever after. Yeah. Then we get to Honest Tea. Which I believe is an actual drink you could buy in the store. Yeah, you can buy it at a Whole Foods, probably. <laughs> Along with Jules Weinstein's cleanser. We should actually report to see if that's still there. I was there today getting pork butt. I, I wasn't looking for you Jules Weinstein's... You got a pork butt, but not a... What's it called? <laughs> like, algae? Toxic cleanser? I don't know. Jules Weinstein's Jewish-Asian... Cleanser. Oh, Modern Alchemy. Modern Alchemy. Spicy Matcha Daily Detox. Yes. So, honesty. All the women are instructed by Deandra Simmons to place their questions for the other women in the teapot. Mm-hmm. And they'll go around pulling the questions from the teapot. And... Do you have... Did you, like, write down some of the questions? No. But I do... Carrie... Really stood into her LGBT warrior activism, like when she was rebutting the Mark Duber gay accusations. Oh yeah, like she came ready, like with her talking points. Yeah, and she did that on Watch What Happens Live too. I think we should like remind our audience that if any Bravo producers are out there and a wife comes to you with this storyline that we're now seeing in two of the shows that we're Concurrent. watching. Shoot them down because it's dumb AF. Yeah. Steer them to the escape Western the sky. room. Or vaginal rejuvenation. No, no, don't <laughs> no, even... No. I know, but it's like, it's a step above this, at least. Yeah. Uh, oh, I liked when... I, I think it was probably in the confessional where... Steph said, Leanne dressed up as me was probably the most beautiful I've ever seen her. Steph has had some great confessional moments. She's good at a confessional. Like, in the scene, she's a little scared a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in a confessional, she comes up with some good stuff. Yeah. Is she, is she the uh, Carol Radswell of her generation? Yeah. Except I don't... I can't imagine Steph... Being cool. Like, knowing to get someone to write her good confessionals. Mm. Like, Carol knows she needs to do that. She has a ghostwriter for yeah. confessionals. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we get, I guess, like, the women start attacking Leanne, and then Leanne goes to, like, the fact that her own mother didn't want her. Yes, which we'll see, according to the super trailer. Yeah, we'll see. Her with her mother, who looks like um, Deandra's mother, but not. Deandra's they just have the same haircut. Without, without like... The judge. Without the judge. Um, it just was like... I don't have a ton to say about this particular scene other than the fact that it was great. Beautiful. It was great. They were all dressed up for the scene. And it was just six of them in that wild-ass house with, like, the cow skin on the wall. And I loved how, like, half of them, at least, threatened to flee the scene. Mm-hmm. And, and then we just came back. Every they just time. came back. And Deandra with that gavel. 
The gavel, and was there also a bell involved too? Probably. She has all the bells and gavels. So somehow, despite all the shit that was going down, the women came together at the end, and Carrie's like, let's go on vacation. <laughs> it was so insane, but also more natural than like when OC went to Ireland. That's generous. I would say as natural. <laughs> it was just more pleasant. And, like, yeah. These women seem like they can, like... That even though they have major issues with each other, they don't hate being together. Except I think Brandy. things are spiraling right now a little bit with Leanne and everyone else. Right. Like, in, in real time, not on the show. Oh, well, yeah, they play everything out on social media. And it's like, like, they are always tuned into to social media. And, like, I notice, like, Stephanie, like, tells people that she loves them regularly, like, strangers. Mm-hmm. And it's because of Twitter's damn algorithm, I'm always seeing tweets from fans of these women because, like, it'll be like, Leanne and Deandra oh, likes this tweet. And it's, like, from, like... I don't follow a lot of the housewives. I only follow... I'm following everyone from Dallas right now, except yep. for Carrie. You, got, you have to... But only in, like, real time. Off hours, I don't follow them. Like, when the season's over. Right. Yeah, yeah. Except for, like, I'll always follow Dorinda. Yeah, no. F- Dorinda and Luann are the two housewives I follow Oh, I don't follow, follow right Luann. Luann, you should, because she, she looped me into the fact that she was cooking eggs a la Francais on Instagram story. Which... I follow her on Instagram, not on Yeah, Twitter. I do follow her there, too, as well. But anyway, uh, I think that's it for Dallas. Yeah. Also, Exile Francais seems like they'd be dry. No, they're actually very wet. If you watch the Instagram story. But just like from water? No, it's wet because like she's constantly stirring and it's a low heat and you serve them a little on the wetter side. And she said it's similar to that mashed potato. Okay. One, one thing before we get to the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen... I do want to acknowledge the fact that I don't remember the context of it, but when Tamara was on Watch Robins Live, mm-hmm. she, she was screaming the Dorinda clip clip. <laughs> oh yeah, and she was on that with that guy from Dateline who mm-hmm. like didn't know anything, but like it was still an enjoyable show. Yeah, I was a Dateline super fan when I was in middle school. It would like air on Friday night, and I would just watch like these murders. You didn't like hang out with friends on Friday night. Middle school. Yeah, like, you go over to their house. Occasionally, but, like... You get, like, pizza, if play video games. Well, I wasn't getting pizza, honey. <laughs> you were watching Dateline alone. I was watching Dateline. In my with, a, with Exile of Francais. <laughs> with Exile of Francais and whatever that guy is from, from Tamara's episode. He looked like Slenderman, sort of. Yeah, okay, Freak of the Week and Once Your Queen. So, Big Brother's over, finally. Finally. And we tuned out months ago. There's a few things that make this cast freakish. The first of all, the first thing is that Josh, that Looney Tune, won the season somehow. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, what is, He would go, dun, 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 and, like, hit like hands. Pens, yeah. But Copying Bad Girls Club iconic Tanisha... Right. You ain't getting sleep because of my, me or something. But the thing is, Big Brother cast always says sort of awful things during the live feeds. But, like, this cast seemed to be... all Didn't learn from past mistakes of others. Yeah. And, like, was saying, like, really shitty shit. And They all seem to be horrible in their own special ways. 
Right, and the reason that this like <laughs> sort of came up was because that BuzzFeed reporter Jarrett Weisselman, who writes about a lot of stuff that like is of interest to what we do here, mm-hmm. he was at the Big Brother finale, yeah. and I've I've never seen like a reporter like really ask all these people, unless it was Julie Chen when she had to like about the horrible things that they said. Well, this is my thought on this. The reason why a reporter in his like situation get, could get away with this in this show is because these people never do anything again. Right. Cause like you can't ask this to a Vicky or a Tamra because you want to be able to interview them again in the future. Right. But like, I'm saying specifically to big brother. Yeah. I've never seen oh, okay, somebody okay, okay. ask these questions. Well, I think it's been like, was it, it's been like five, like four or five years since like super racist cast. Right. But I feel like there's always like people bopping around and really that super racist cast. who was the only one who got in trouble. That would. Yeah. That one person. But, like, he asked every single person about the awful things they said. He asked yeah. Cody about the transphobic comments he made, and Cody mm-hmm. leaned in. Yeah. <laughs> America's transphobic fave. Yeah, and Cody won, like, America's favorite, which yeah. is crazy. He asked Paul about, like, the blackface comments he made. He asked Jason, the cowboy hat guy, about, like, the comments he made about, like, like, Raping Kevin's family members? Yeah. So I have Jess about her pal pal Alex. Oh yeah, about stuff. her racist shit. So I mean like the freaks <laughs> are the cast of Big Brother. Yes. Um, but special shout out to Jarrett for writing this. Yeah, drag them all. Drag them all to hell and, and back. And back. And our queen. Our queen, a special congratulations to the now engaged Leanne Locken. We hope a lock of love comes to the Bravo airwaves in 2018. Although if Lou can't get a special, who can in this economy? Um, wasn't that Alex's joke? Locket of love or whatever should be the name of the... <laughs> no, a lock of love. Yeah, but it should be named the wedding spinoff. It was workshop together. Just giving credit where credit is due. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I think that is it for this week. Don't forget your homework assignments. You've got Gaga 5 for 2. You've got 10 year Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And while you're at it, here's a third homework assignment. Give us a rating or review on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever the hell you're listening to this. Yeah, but after you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians and Gaga, call us. Tell us your thoughts at 717-47-FREAK. 717-47-FREAK. We yeah. want to hear from you. I mean, if you see Kim Richards hanging out with a pony, yeah. let us know. If you see something, <laughs> say something. Um, follow us on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. You can follow Dan at IDK, IDK. You can follow me at NotBrendan. Uh, and you could like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.